Hey, good morning, everyone. I hope everyone is doing fantastic. Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops podcast. Uh, this podcast, Sued and Chucky jumped on, and we talked about some uh, some NBA trade deadline. Uh, we record this Sunday night, getting out Tuesday morning. So, uh, as a result, we've had a couple trades since, but we did talk about both the CJ McCollum potential moves and the DeMontis Sabonis potential moves before they happened. Um, hope you guys enjoy. Let me know what you agree with, what you disagree with. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, but thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you guys enjoy. Real quick, this episode is going to be brought to you by Gatorade Frost, Glacier Freeze. Got me feeling really good on this Tuesday morning. Got all the electrolytes I need. I'm ready to go. I can make more podcasts. Enjoy, guys. Sue, Chuck, both beautiful people with beautiful voices, in my opinion. Um, and it's just a great time of year talking to NBA trades. All that good stuff. Enjoy, guys. All right, let's do it. What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, wherever you're listening to this. Welcome back to another Malaga Drive Hoops podcast, League Idiots Edition, uh, Cabo Edition as well. I got my boy (laughs) Sued, my boy Chuck. We're here to talk a little NBA trade deadline uh, and everything above. Anything they want to talk about. But uh, happy, as usual, to host both of you guys. How have you been doing? How are you feeling? How's the trade deadline been feeling for both of you guys? Um, Chuck, you're not even a, a fan of a team, so, you know, we'll, we'll let Sue go first. Sorry, trade deadline so far? Said Chuck, but you yeah, have- yeah, my bad. No worries. No, trade deadline so far has been hype. You know, I guess a lot of it's just, you know, expectation that there will be a lot more that goes down this week. But we got two trades so far, and I'm hoping that the Dallas Mavericks do something, even though I don't think they're going to do something, but I'm hoping they do something. So um, that, you know, that there's always that expectation in those couple of days, you know, you're just praying, looking, checking Twitter constantly, and that'll be really fun. So I'm looking forward Ma- to that. Mavs Twitter is, I was saying, this, <laughs> extremely <laughs> horny. Extremely horny. Really horny. It's not even like in an unrealistic way. I mean, every fan base is a little unrealistic, but uh, Lakers are, I feel like, you know, Oh, we're going to get something for THT at 2031 first. The Mavs, at least, I feel like are a little bit more realistic. But at the same time, what, what, well, there's not a really a ton to deal with. Do you guys even have first? That- yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. We don't have that many assets. I think our next first that we can trade is 2025 or something like that. So that's the biggest okay. issue is that we just don't have that much to trade. I don't know if Dallas wants to trade Josh Green. He's been looking really good. So I don't think he's on the block. Um, so yeah. I just – He's on yeah. the block, bro. I don't, I don't think he is, bro. I've read like Mark Stein talking about what Dallas is trying to do. The only thing that I think they'd even consider is, you know, either moving THJ um, for something, if they can pair him with the first, if they can get like somebody back from him because he might miss the whole year now. I think that's You're really like, the only thing. Kind of like they an do. Octi, like got, get Troy Brown back for, for THJ. That would be but, terrible. I don't think they're going to do I don't think they're going to, they're not going to like take some, like, they're not going to settle on somebody that's, you know, mid. I think they're going to do also, it if they can get, like, CJ or something. I don't think they're going to get CJ. Do we they can. know, like, is TSJ confirmed out for the playoffs? No. It's not. It's not, it's not confirmed. Yeah. yeah, it's not confirmed, but it's – no one knows. It's like yeah. the timeline's uncertain right now. He could be out. I think You're the right. Mavs are, are super interesting, too, because, you know, I feel like the Warriors, Suns, kind of the Jazz, and, and then obviously the Grizzlies, too, get all the shine. But low-key, if you told me the Mavs are in the Western Conference Finals this year, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't be surprised. Like their their defense is picked up. They're legit. Like there's not a team they couldn't beat. You know, I feel like the past two years have been really good in terms of battle tests. Um, obviously they go down both years, but like I think they both absolutely help this team long term. Um, and then you have Luca, uh, you know, and, yeah. and KP. So I just feel like they don't get any talk. Chuck, do you feel do you feel like they have a shot? Like, I feel like they're not that far off from the Grizzlies. I really don't. I think they're pretty far off from the Grizzlies. In the playoffs. I mean, we're – okay, why? Uh, I don't think they have enough on offense, like, as a secondary creator or something. that's the thing with them. It's just, like – it's really just Luka and then being able to – Disrespecting JB. Awesome, though. Yeah, Yeah, Brunson. And Kristaps, you don't think that's enough to kind of dog on offense with that defense? I don't know. We we have the Grizzlies going home in two straight years and the Mavs going home in two straight years. And the Grizzlies, to me, felt further away in those playoff series. Like the Mavs, at least, I felt like they could have won both those series. I mean, they were up 2-0 in the 
it, it coming back home last year. Like, I just I don't think they're that far off. But, yeah, it's tough to see a scenario which they really can add a, a difference maker. Feels like a good gap for me. I don't know. They don't have a lot of room per check, like, between the Mavs and the Grizz. Okay. No, that's that's fair. I just uh, – I wouldn't be surprised, though. They got the better players, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I would love Bogey there. Bogey would be awesome there. I, I just think I, I don't know if the Hawks would take a, a 2025 first and, and Josh Green, but like when I watch Luca, like when he's going, when he's absolutely going, even when he's not scoring, it's seeing someone overhelping, whether it be in the left corner, right corner, right wing, left wing, and the ball's there and someone's getting an open shot. And if you give bogey those type, I mean, it makes Reggie Bullock look like look good. Yeah. Look like, so good. And really, really, all he's doing is just standing there either pumping and, and attacking or shooting. And, and you get someone like Bogey, in my eyes, a lot more talented. I think that'd be great. But that that's what Tim Hardaway Jr. was doing. Um, and I just don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, in a game like today, outside of Reggie, who are their shooters out there? I guess it's just JB, Reggie, and then Zinger. You know, Zinger's been launching them, too. So, I Dude, guess those are the big. he's been so bad from three Yeah, he's been year. bad. But he's been launching like, them. But uh, overall, he's been good, right? Yeah, yeah. Overall, he's been amazing. You're happy. You're happy with what he's given you this year. Amazing. Especially, I feel like, on the defensive end, he's just turned it around in terms of being that help defender and coming over and, you know, being that rim protector almost that we've been lacking um, for yeah. so many years. So, I, I feel like he's a dimension of the defense that we're not seeing right now that we'll hopefully get back soon. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. That's a good little Mavs hop. Again, I think <laughs> I think they get slept on. I, I really do yeah, think that me too, they me too. absolutely have an opportunity to go to the Western Conference Finals. And I really think Warriors, Grizzlies, Suns, obviously Jazz if they're healthy, but they're right there. They're right there. Let's go to the topic that I get it. It was it was tired when we talked about it last week, but we got it. We got to do it. And there's been more developments within it too. It's Loki. It's Chuck's guy. Um, so even more so, why we got to do it. Benjamin Simmons out in Philadelphia. Um, new reports coming out this week that uh, the Nets were considering a, a, a sort of deal with him for James Harden. Um, and obviously this is dragged out. You have people on Ben's side. I feel like the majority on the Sixers side, but it is important because you look even back to last year, someone like Nikola Vucevic gets the magic, a first rounder, Wendell Carter Jr. And the pick that turns into Franz Wagner. And that's, that's the 31 year old Nikola Vucevic. So like I get why Maury has to get the right package. I also get with Joel Embiid why you can't just say yes to every single package. Uh, Let's start with the Nets rumors, and then we can go from there. Chuck, are you buying that? Is it what? What does a package look like? What have you heard? Because I don't even hear everything. I know you're on Philly Twitter more than I am. So, even though I have Joe and B, you have Jaden Springer. So you're deeper. Yeah, I'm, I'm more committed. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'll concede that. Go ahead, bro. I mean, I think. I don't think Philly wants to do anything besides like straight up, but I think if you really push them and they go up to the deadline, I mean, thigh bowls, some picks, I think it's possible for Harden, but I, if you had to ask me like what's going to happen and you got to get it right, I'm saying Harden will be there this summer and no deal gets done, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, that's fine. You. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. I mean, I've been hearing the same thing. I think the Nets really want the, Sixers to add to Ben Simmons and they really don't want to add anything. And so I think that'll, that's what it's going to end up com coming down to, in my opinion, if they do add something so like Matisse okay. in a big, yeah, if they do add something, I feel like it'll happen. If they don't, then probably off season or something. Why, why, what is the, up, I just don't really understand the upside of the Sixers. I mean, I get, you know, this year might be a little weird integrating on the fly, but like, if you have to add a little bit more to Ben, whether it's a, no, first, they'll do it. I bet. Like, yeah. It's they, like, why are you not doing that? Why are you not doing that? Agreed. And for Brooklyn, I think Ben is just a nasty, nasty fit. You get Kyrie and, and uh, KD just a little bit more, you know, on-ball touches. James Harden, really, even when they all three do play, I know it's been rare, James Harden has it. Even when KD's getting it, it's because James Harden's bringing it up and initiating. So you get a little bit more of that, and Ben feels just so in the gap so much more than, than, uh, than James. So it just makes a ton of sense. I just – I don't know. But outside the front office, I feel like Harden is there because of KD and Kyrie. And I feel like it'll be hard for the Nets if KD and Kyrie say, like, nah, we'll just, we'll just ride with 
James, I don't know that the Nets, you think the Nets have the power as a front office to just go against that? Probably not, honestly. I don't know, bro. I think that, I don't know. I don't, I think at this point, like, I don't think they're that close. Like Kyrie's sitting all these games. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just like business is business. Do what you got to do. I trust you type deal. Just Dude, how, how much are you even buying? Because there's just, the, the media, it's funny that because we believe him, but the media's job is literally to start shit. Like that is yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. job. Uh, how much are you buying the, oh, Harden's kind of trying to dip out, like type in news. You think that's just the media starting shit or do you think there's some validity to Harden actually maybe pursuing those? I'm not 100% sure. I, I do get what you guys are saying, that it's probably just the media starting things. But at the same time, when, when like I see stuff like how little he's trying on defense in half of these games, it makes me question whether or not he even wants to be there. Like when I read about how he thinks that it's like basically the same situation now, how, how it was in Houston in terms of how he's having to carry the team, that kind of does ring a little validity to me. You know, it feels like that's what <laughs> the he motherfucker might think. carried by, by KD all playoffs last year. All playoffs. I, I completely <laughs> agree. But maybe he thinks that, this is not situation is not going to write itself with Kyrie. Maybe he doesn't see uh, how this is going to turn into a championship. Maybe that maybe that's leading to some doubts in his mind. I, I could potentially see it um, if being that an motherfucker issue. is sitting here with Kyrie, Kyrie and Katie thinking, I don't know how we make this a championship team. Then I, I don't know if he's ever going to find happiness. You know? I agree 100%. But at the same time, you know, the whole situation with Kai, you know, him sitting out these games and then the fact that he can opt out, I think, at the end of the season and become a free agent or something like that, I feel like maybe he's just creating some seeds of doubt in his mind that could maybe open the, the trade up. Maybe he's not thinking for sure it's done, but maybe that doubt's there. I get it. As a GM, as a head coach, I think one of the things I tell all these ki- guys is like, guys, 82 games is so fun. I think it's been established it, just in terms of pure like performance. 82 games is too long. There's too many games eventually as a group unless you're elite 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 you're gonna have a patch where you guys suck dick for a little bit and you can't freak out like i just feel like there's this again it's the media but there's just this constant like as soon as one little thing goes wrong we have to freak out and you see it with so many teams and obviously losing eight games is not ideal but it's like we have kd Kyrie, and james harden if we're healthy in the playoffs we'll be all right 82 games is just so long so i I feel like it's more of that. I would hope James Harden, Kyrie, and Katie feel the same way. Um, and we're not that far removed from, you know, when this trade happened in last year, the Nets by the books have been by far the favorite to win, and that's for a, for a reason. I mean, the Nets almost beat the champs without Kyrie and James Harden with one hamstring. So, I don't know. It just seems like too much to me. And but I, I really have no idea where Ben's going. I think the thing we've talked about it before that makes the most sense is uh, for Beal. Like I, I think Beal's almost a almost a better like better fit. Obviously, Harden's better in my eyes, but I think Beal's a better, better fit. fit. I, I mean, I, I do. He's like, younger. I mean, I get it. To I'm talking purely like, basketball court, not necessarily franchise. I, I'm just saying, James Harden. We know how he plays, and that is not conducive. At all. You watch the Sixers today, and how they played with basketball. James Harden comes in and does none of what the Sixers did today, you know, whereas Beal can actually play off ball, run off screens, do a little bit of that. Uh, I just don't know that why the Wizards are so hesitant to deal him either. It just – it feels like they're, like, hanging on to false hope, like, oh, hey, we have, like, a half of a star. Like, we got to do whatever we can to keep him. But it's like, you could get a monster package, I feel like. And even Ben, I feel like Ben would be money in D.C. So, I don't know. I know I rambled on for a little bit there, but I just – I'm kind of ready for this thing to end, honestly. Dude, I love this shit. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it is crazy. I'm, 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 ho- I'm hoping something transpires this week, man. Ben gets traded. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't think it will. It'll man. happen. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll happen either. I don't think it will. <laughs> but two, two trades did happen. Let's go to the first one. Um, happened a little bit earlier. Norm Powell and uh, Robert Covington out to L.A. for Keon Johnson, some seconds, Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow. Um, Chuck, originally first first thing off, off the dome, I remember you said you liked it for Portland. Um, I honestly, I get it from both sides. Just I want to walk that back. No, but I, I get what you're saying. You I know, just like uh, Keon a little bit. You like so. Keon, and like you're gonna pay Anthony, right? So get the money yeah. off the books with Norman Powell. 
it sucks because you doubt Gary Trent, who I think is nice. But either way, Derek, Gary Trent's out in Port- Toronto making like 18, 19 million. And Roko mm-hmm. for two firsts. Yeah. And yeah, they, that was, that was bad. bad. So that like, was so bad. It's bad based off of what they paid for both those guys. But I get just like going all in on Anthony Simons and, and trying to, you know, free some, some cap up. But on the Clipper side, it's kind of cool too. What, do, what were your guys' takeaways and, and thoughts? Yeah, just from like this, if you're looking at it from just a sunken cost perspective, like what they paid for those guys, yeah, it, it's bad. Rocco was, you know, clearly um, not as good as he was back when they first got him, or at least his value is not as high, um, which kind of sucked for him when yeah. they were trying to trade him while he's expiring. Um, but at the same time, I feel like they got a decent return. I, I told people are underestimating Keon, too. They, I feel like they don't know <laughs> who Keon is, and so they're like, oh, this is a really bad haul, like on Twitter and stuff, or I feel like they still got a good, a high upside player in Keon and, and they got, you know, I feel like that's one of the best you can do with such a big contract, Norm Powell, um, that you have to get off somehow. So I feel like they did okay. Um, obviously, I feel like Clippers are doing really well in the trade by getting Norm Powell to pair with PG and Kawhi in the future. Um, I feel like he fits really naturally with them and he'll be way better as a, you know, like a one or a two with PG and Kawhi than he was as a three in Portland um, where he just couldn't guard other forwards. So yeah. I like it for the Clippers a lot and, Makes sense for Portland, in my opinion, too. Damn, suit, you're better than fucking 99% of Sports Center, bro. <laughs> they don't know who bro. Keon is, bro. I'm telling you, you just That's don't know who Keon good. is. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, it's not like I'm going to sit here and tell you, oh, I'm super high on Keon, but, you know, you take swings on, on guys like this. This guy was a first-round pick. I mean, he was talked about in the lotto even before it actually all went down, but, like, that's the level of talent you're getting. Um, and it, when you're paying a guy like Norman Powell, you know, the money you are, obviously, if you're trying to win, you'd rather have him. But it's like, at that money, it's not like you're really, I don't know. I, it's not the worst thing. But for the Clippers, it's cool because I, I like, I just like their approach. I, I thought it was cool to listen to, I think it's uh, Lawrence Frank, who's the GM, and, and how he talked about how he's going about team building. And really, he doesn't think of it as one through five anymore. And it's just, getting the best fits around Kawhi and PG. And I love Ty Luke. So it's just cool to see a team right now. This year, probably, I, prayers up. I hope PG comes back. But, like, you've seen it, just how Ty Luke grinds, mixes, and matches. And just he has a ton of tools and weapons at his at his disposal now. I, I, I'm interested to see how this Clippers team keeps going. Yeah, he's so good. He, gets, he just brings the best out of players. Well, he does. He's my, he's my idol in terms yeah, of coaching. He's so good. Oh, for sure that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some Karis Karis LeVert uh, I know very near and dear to Sudi's heart uh, we've been hearing <laughs> chatter about it for a while Cleveland's interested in Karis Cleveland's interested in Karis we, we heard what the price was thought it was a little high ultimately though they come down settle out of first and a second which I think is fair I think it's fair, fair you have, yeah you have a guy who's filled with talent it's just about learning can you play within a system and help win mm-hmm. a, a team basketball games? And I think Cleveland's the perfect place to, to try and do that. I mean, they're getting the most out of guys like Isaac Okora. Uh, no, they're, <laughs> they're getting the most out of those guys. I mean, they're, they're a three, four seed. I know Garland and Allen have been huge, but the guys around them, they don't actively suck to the point where it takes away, you know? So if, if they can make a, a, a Coro type, I know there's a couple other guys that are what a Lamar Stevens type work. They can make Dude, it work. Making a coral type. I'm so confused right now. I feel like he's been serviceable, but like that to say they're like getting the most out of Isaac Okoro. They are playing Isaac Okoro decent, a decent amount of minutes, Chuck. And uh, yeah. the Cavs are third in the East. They're playing very well. As a I team. think that's making the most out of, out of Isaac Okoro. If you are playing that man, I, th- I think they're putting more on the pack on the and you're third in the east you're you're doing all right so it's a credit to the rest of the lineup if we're gonna be uh okay so Dean Wade's nice. i like how you're being nice to, <laughs> i like how you're being so nice though. i don't really even think like. i'm being nice to a coro i'm saying it's the Cavs that are that are doing all the work they're making seti seti osman's nice seti's been playing nice again, again this year yeah 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 I'm curious um, to see if uh, Levert comes off the bench or not. Me too. That'll be interesting. Because him with the bench could be something. Yeah. I can chill in his in his spot and just soak up those bench minutes. Do you guys think the Cavs can make a run this year? 
Yeah, I honestly think they do. That's why I feel like it was a good move on their part. You can't waste – like, they only gave up to 2022 first, and you can't waste this year when things are going right. Your team is playing so good. So I really wanted to commend Kobe Altman for making that move. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to get up your first. But, you know, I feel like I've watched a lot Kobe. of cares this year. Yeah, Kobe. Hey, Kobe did really well when LeBron's last year there too. You know, he's good. He's a good GM. I like him. But, yeah, yeah. I – I've watched a lot of carries this year and I'll be the first one to be realistic about, you know, his limits as a player, you know, he's not somebody who can really be do well off ball and things like that. And, and he has trouble fitting in he had really big trouble fitting in that pacer system. But at the same time, I feel like he'll be a home run at the Cleveland for the Cavs because he'll be, he'll take some pressure off Garland as a secondary ball handler. He'll run the pick and roll sometimes with Jared Allen. He has a chemistry with no him. other ball handlers besides Jared. Exactly. Unless you call Rondo. Rondo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless you count Rondo as a secondary ball handler. I feel like it'll be, and then, and then uh, it'll give bigger staff the opportunity, like Chuck was talking about. Even if he doesn't bring him off the bench, he can at least stagger their minutes and play Karras, you know, at times when Garland's on the bench and things like that. It'll give their offense a lift when Garland's not out there, which it seems like the past few games when he's been hurt, um, their offense hasn't been as good, even though today they went really – they went off on the Pacers in the second half. But in I just feel like half, overall like Karras makes for a little bit. Yeah, for, for a while it looked sketch, but they came yeah. back. I'm with you. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I love I love the East. I'm just very, very interested by it. You've got it's just we've never seen it like this. You know, Bucks are fourth, Nets are seventh, really all the way down to my Atlanta Hawks at ten. I think anyone has a shot at getting hot. Wait, um, where are the Hawks this year? Uh currently? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I, my mic cut out. Okay, thanks. No, they're ten. They're uh they won seven out of the last ten though. Catching a little bit of wind. But currently they're at ten. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they are currently right. 10. Nice. They are currently tenth, but currently there are thirty more games left in the season. So, you know, it's about how you finish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's how you it's about cooking when it matters. Uh, we'll make it run. We'll make it run. The great man once said. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, I think these types of deals are cool, and I think it's cool to actually see the market value of Karasovar in this in this scenario. Hey, a player who's not super young anymore, but has a lot of talent, still in his prime. First and a second, you take it late first for sure, but it, it makes sense for both sides. But let's just talk Pacers a little bit more because they, I feel like they're at the forefront of a lot of this. As the days go by, uh, it looks like my poor man, Miles Turner, is going to remain a Pacer. And I think the injury was just terrible timing because I, th- I really think he was about to finally be freed. And then mm-hmm. I think the injury comes. And if you're a contender, are you going to – I still if you have two guys still... the same, value the same, and one of them has a foot injury and he's a big, you're going to stay away from him. So I think at this point it'll be tough. It sounds like they're going to keep Sabonis. Um, but what are your thoughts on the Pacers? Did you have anything in mind that you wanted to see? And uh, are you guys – is Turner staying there? And does it happen in the offseason? Because it sounds like the owner doesn't like to tank. He doesn't want to do it. He'd rather just go, you know – I think he signed off on the rebuild, though, bro. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's on board just just this year. Today, he signed off on it, but he. I mean, not happy. He's kind of forced to sign off. Like they're just terrible. They're like they have the fifth worst record in the league. Like I feel like bro, they were selling one dollar tickets. Yeah, that's bad. Down bad. That's pretty bad. (laughs) That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So you guys don't think? Oh, I think they deal Turner for something like. For what they just dealt Levert for, honestly, I think they'll come around to it. Just because mm-hmm. they got other bigs to play. Who do the Hornets go get at big? You hear it all, all. You hear it all around. You hear Wood. You hear Turner. You hear I hear Tice. Um, what? Stop. <laughs> yes, they're interested. In I've those. I haven't heard that once, dude. I'll I'll, I'll tag you later, bro. You like search that on Twitter? <laughs> tag yeah, tag You're just gonna have to trust me. All right. Um, <laughs> But you, you did tag me in the – I hear the Wizards are somewhat interested in Zabonis. Yeah, uh, I wonder if they that. have enough to get him. They do. They have a lot. Oh, yeah, what's, right? the, what's Don't the package? They have a lot? Rui, Denny, and a first. That's it for all-star so, Domas? Yeah. I mean, it would have to be a couple more picks and then I think. Do you think Domas is worth that? No, but I think that's all the Pacers are going to take, and I think the Wizards will be willing to pay it to get another – I think the Wizards would be. Uh, it doesn't seem like the Pacers are down for it, which is – I don't know, man. Domas just puts you in a weird spot, man. He doesn't do really any of the things I want. He's so people. good on offense sometimes. It's like – He's good. I, I, he has a salacious rebounder, too. Dude, I kind of had that Caleb brain before, but, like, watching him on offense just 
absolutely be unstoppable. It's kind of like shit, man. Pelts, uh, Pelts paying you, bro? No, bro. <laughs> bro, no, he is. No, he's not, man. Like, have you watched him at all? And like, like, if you pay attention to the deficiencies, it's like okay, but like, bro, I, I'm not. Ju- I'm trying not to just stare at the deficiencies, but it's like, if you play to his strengths, he's really, really good and valuable. He is. I like I like Sabonis, especially on offense. I feel like yeah, he's got some defensive problems, but he could be a good fit with Beal. You know, if they could get him, you know, we're, could... we're just talking about like Chuck here. We're talking about like cream of the crop light. Like I just don't put him in that cream of the crop light. Like I I can name thirty players I'd rather have in real life. We're not gonna do it here. That's but, fine, like, bro. He'll fit right next to Beal, thirty-one and thirty-two. I think he would. I think he would. But if you're asking for Denny Rui three first, like. I don't, I don't think he's worth that. But dude, I don't really think that much of uh, Rui, honestly. I don't either. But he's still. I like Denny, but yeah. But if if Denny is the best player you give up in a Domas deal, I think you can, you know, talk yourself into it. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I just if Domas proves me wrong, Pacers could just do something. Like I know it's not his fault this year. I know last year wasn't his fault, but like they just. I don't know. I just want more. I, want I just more feel like the Wizards have to do something too. Like they have like so much like internal yeah. stuff that's been like publicized so far. Like they're they're falling in the records. Like I would hate to be a Wizards fan. I would hate. Yeah, it. exactly. Me they're too. Man. Fourteen <laughs> guys still. They're playing. Yeah, they have. They don't. They can't figure out the rotation. They're playing Montrezl Harrell, but they're also playing uh-huh. Corey Kispert. You know, like uh-huh. you just have just fucking make up your mind, bro. Like. Yeah, starting yeah. Gafford one day, not starting him, not playing him at all the next. Yeah. Oh, now Tom Bryant, who just came back from yeah. the going to play, you know, at start. Oh, yeah. It just Raul Neto's playing minutes, but it's just like. And yeah. now no one likes Dinwiddie on the team. Apparently, they want to get rid of Dinwiddie. Bro, I've never <laughs> seen a guy just get destroyed <laughs> like that. That report was yeah, wrong. No. He got dragged. That was I, uh, I tried to uh, actually speak up and, and say I can – you know, I deserve more more offense, and it, it was not welcomed. <laughs> and he literally <laughs> he, he says that on himself. It's just Wait, yeah. What did he say? He basically said, "Hey, like I, I I said, hey, I can do more on offense, and that wasn't really met well." So <laughs> as, as in people are like, "No, we're we're good, we're good." But it's just weird. It's, it's, it's like he's not a good shooter. He's not that good attacking. Not a good pass. It's like hockey with him. Like the guy's in. Oh, two minutes later, oh, he's out. He's in. He's. Out. It's just I don't know how guys get rhythm. I, I Bradley Beal also I feel like needs to take some responsibility. Like he's 100%. a great sport. What else do you do for me? I don't he's know. been I mean, bad shooting this year, bro. He's and been real bad. He's, this he's a bucket. He's an absolute bucket. I just think you need more than buckets. And uh, or or just elite buckets. I don't think he gives me elite buckets. So. I agree, which is why I kind of agree with you too. That why aren't the Wizards looking into? Ben yeah, Simmons, no, this why is that, that's what I'm most mad, mad about. Well, yeah. Why do like you see firsthand this year? It honestly started as good as it could, like mm-hmm. as good as it possibly could. Yeah. Games, this team is never going to be good enough over 82 games to really do anything. You, uh, get what you can for real. This is a great market. Guys are always looking for stars. Go get a fatty boy package for Beal, and then let's let's cook. But but uh, I don't know. I guess they just believe in Bradley Beal. They just want to make some money, bro. They don't think like that. Like, I mean, like get yeah, that playoff revenue, fun. maybe you get seven or eight. Core. You think people what? are going to pay to see it? Aren't going to pay to see an exciting young core? They're not because they're not sickos. There's less sickos in the world than like casual fans that like to see a couple wins here and there. I think you could still grind out a couple wins with the young boys. Bro. <laughs> like that shit. Go get chat. Like le- legit. If this off, I'm not. Gonna, I'll say this and we'll take break. Break. You rewind a year. The the Wizards, cool. They do that trade for Russ. Whatever. Trade coups. Get a fatty package for Beal. Just let the run young kids run wild. Tank this year could have gotten a chat. Boom. Next year. You have whatever you got from the right back. Chet, Denny, Rui, Kispert, we're playing. Instead, you're 500 at the All-Star break. (laughs) Bradley Beals has a hurt wrist, and you're playing Montrez Harrell and Corey Kispert. Consistent minutes. It's just – it doesn't – Why are you railing on Trez like this? I'm just using it (laughs) to show you the difference because Trez is clearly, you know, plays on winners. 
like the Lakers last year, plays for contenders, <laughs> and Corey Kispert was playing, you know, fucking right. San Diego University last year. So right. it's just real on the man like that. Thank you. It's just a difference. One's one's a rebuilding player. One's a win now player. And Kispert's like by- twenty six years old and supposed to be good right now though. Who? Corey Kispert. He's an old rookie, isn't he? He's yeah, like he's twenty two. So he's, like, so he's like 34. Not 26. Duarte, Duarte is old. Kispert is not old. All right. I'm going to – we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to send you guys another invite. Yes. All right. We're back. Let's, uh, let's head on over to the Sacramento Kings. Um, look, let's just start with the De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton thing. All right. Why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> I'm ready to take a fat one all over your guy. Look, why? I, I just don't understand the perception change as fast as it's gone. This motherfucker averaged 28, 7, and like 4 on 50% from the field the second half of last year. I know like people who are listening might be confused, but he averaged 35 fantasy points last year, right? Which Again, to some people, will be like, I don't. I yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you did not expect that one. That's the level of production we're dealing with here with a 23 year old. And now Halliburton comes along, and because he can shoot, now everyone's all on his nuts. Now, Halliburton is amazing. I don't it's new age, bro. I like Halliburton. The, it's a two year, it's a three year difference. It's a three year difference. I just don't understand why the, the, what I feel like the main, what people mostly think is, in my eyes, it's all right. De'Aaron and, and Halliburton bet like let's let's rock with these guys. Like I got two studs, but in most people's minds, it's one or the other. Let's get rid of De'Aaron, and I don't think right now is at all the time that you get the most for him. So it just doesn't make sense for me to deal De'Aaron. It sounds like that's what they're getting at now, but it's like, why can't those two work? Yeah, De'Aaron doesn't really have a jumper, but like he's also the fastest player in the in the NBA, and when he gets downhill and is in a rhythm, then he can start after you from the mid range too. Don't forget about that. Yeah. He's nice from the mid range when he's in a rhythm. So uh, to me, it's keep both and go from there. But I get, you know, Davion's in the picture. I get it. It's just, if you're not going to get anything for Darren, then I I just don't know what the point is. I don't get the Randall Fox hype. That just would be so unbelievably stupid. If the Kings dealt him for Julius Randall, it it would make me really mad. Um, but you guys go ahead. I know you both have a lot, a lot to say. Well, what do the Kings do? What should the Kings do? Where are you out on the Sacramento Kings? They're not going to trade him, bro, because they, his value is too low, like you said it. Okay. So I'll be very surprised if he gets traded. But to kind of counteract your point as to why they don't want to build around him, it's because of, like, how good Halliburton has looked as a pure point guard and as, like, primary facilitator number one. Like, he's looked amazing. And it's like, De'Aaron's good, but, like, it's like the flawed initiator. Like, he can't shoot. Like, that's always the thing it comes down to. Like, so it's not a perfect fit at all. So, like, the thing, it it's very normal for them to have him on the block. And I think it'll be, like, a draft day trade, honestly, is what will happen. And Fox is also on a max contract, so that's a lot of money to pay if you're not going to be a competing or super just, nice team. I just think of basketball in a, like, I get it. Tyrese is probably, like, the, the both of them probably being best as ones makes sense. But it's not like they can't play together. And it's not. I like agree, Tyrese. bro. I, no, I'm not. A, okay, well, then I'm saying. I also think he would flourish in New York playing up-tempo if Tibbs allowed him to do so. And that would be better for his overall fantasy point production. So I don't even know why you're tripping. Like, well, I don't always think of everything about fantasy point production. I would be more mad about. Well, then don't the use your argument, bro. Huh? Nah, go ahead. No, just say I just didn't hear you, bro. You can tell me about the message. What would the message be? I, I just that would piss me off if in this world there was a GM getting paid millions of dollars to go ship Monte off of three bad three bad months for Julius Randle. Like it it's just, not like it's because over three years he's shown that he's a below average shooter. Like there's enough of a sample size there. To okay. Show that. What what you what else does that sample size show you? That he's maybe also kind of good at basketball too. 
Yeah, I mean, he could have a couple all-star appearances, but do you see yourself, it's like the Sabonis thing, do you see yourself winning a title with Fox as the one or two guy? Uh, I think there are scenarios where he has a John Wall-esque career without the fall-off. Oh, without the, why, well, I mean, John Wall got hurt, so that's why, so just knock on wood, so he doesn't get hurt. Saying, a John Wall career without the injuries then. Dude, yeah. Wall was good. Like, that's I think he had I a was. higher peak so far. I Darren's 24. Darren's 24. Darren is not even in the prime of his career. I just, I mean, we're in. The I just day. think it makes Nicola sense Vukovic to like. Got us Franz, Wendell, and a first. Like, it makes know, sense just... to retool and use him to trade, though. I think, like, you have Mitchell, who I don't really like that much, but, you know, he can be a serviceable, serviceable starting point guard, hopefully. He's going to use, good use the Aaron to upgrade the rest of the roster, and then you might have something. Honestly. Okay. If if there's a team that come, like, what what are some scenarios? You know, like if the Pacers came with Sabonis, okay, I could understand that. Pacers said no, according to reports. No, like, I know fuck that. off. I know they said that. I'm just just, just making sure you saw those. I'm reports. just making sure you understand potential, you know, potential suitors that I would be like, all right, Sabonis, one of them. Uh, Randall, not one of them. Um, that's the thing, though. I, I don't think there's really a ton out there. Like, I'm here in New Orleans. I would love New Orleans. I don't know what that package looks like. Maybe it's a BI type of deal. BI looks sad every time I see him in New Orleans. But, uh, and, and Darren loves New Orleans. I don't know. I don't think he's from there or anything, but he loves the food or some shit like that. I think he the did. gumbo, the gumbo smacks, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the beignets, the beignets are too, too good, too. Dude, um, Tell me what you think about De'Aaron and, and what's going on there. Don't yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Chuck on a lot of the things, but I also feel like at the same time, I feel like De'Aaron's also just, since he's stuck in Sacramento and Sacramento is just always in the constant revolving door of mediocrity, I feel like it's just inevitable for him to be in these trade discussions because they're not, they haven't been to the playoffs since like 2008 or something like that. And, and because of that, because they're always so bad, I feel like every three or four years, they're always looking to blow up their team. Um, and change it up. And so I feel like that he's also probably a victim of that whole cycle that this has now been three or four years of him being on the team and they have some other young people on the team too um, that they could potentially build around. So I feel like he's also probably just a victim of that whole, the whole revolving door of mediocrity, the Kings fans and Kings organization is just constantly stuck in. So it's probably good for him to get out of there. Honestly, I, 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 I honestly like to see him somewhere else. I agree. But from a King's perspective, yeah, we've been so shitty. So when we get someone like Fox, you don't <laughs> just get rid of on uh, yeah, the first time there's a struggle there just fucking just go I, I stand by sure. Tyrese and Fox make this team a lot better in the future go from there as opposed to I know Chuck's not even saying to sell De'Aaron for low because that's probably what yeah. it is right now but like y'all see he'll be back yeah I doubt he gets traded by the deadline too I don't I haven't heard a single good offer for him yet like like oh this is something yeah. that they should take yeah, there's yeah. nothing that really makes sense yeah um Although I, I'd say the thing that I hear the most is the Randall thing, which, which is terrible. That that's so yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, Julius is uh, having a rough go. Yeah, I don't know what team was going to want you. Like, what team would Julius be good on? It's I, just I don't how, know. It's crazy how fast shit changes, bro. Dude, like, he's not like. I think he'd be okay on the uh, were Kings, stuck but like left and right last year, uh, you couldn't go yeah. one social media. Dude, he was really good on sucking them off. And it's like he's still, that's the thing though. Basketball is hard. Like, it, it, I just, I know Julius has sucked this year, but I also don't think this is what, like, you know what he's capable of. You just saw him last year. I don't think he'll do that every game the rest of the way, but like both ways. I just think people will get out on guys so quick, except for Russ. That's totally fine. But everyone else <laughs> is too quick. It's too quick. Um, yeah, let's go down the list then. Um, John Collins, Atlanta Hawks. When we talked about this, they were in a much worse situation two weeks ago. Here they are, seven out of their last ten. Even the three losses, they were all against good teams. My Atlanta Hawks kind of turning up. Uh, Cam Reddish gone. Do you hold steady if you're the Hawks? Are you sellers? Are you buyers? What's going on? Do, do, does John Collins stay? It's a lot of fun topics here. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like they got to remain steady here, um, and at least next, this the rest of this season. Maybe they could explore something in the off season for Collins, if something comes up. But right now, I feel like it's a bad time. 
I feel like they're going to, if any kind of package they do get, it's not going to help them really compete unless they get like Grant back or something. If they can get Grant, then maybe I would consider it. Um, but besides getting Grant, which I've seen in some kind of trade proposals, is I yeah, don't I feel like any other. I'd rather have Collins than Grant, too. I, I agree. But, but Grant probably keeps their hopes of contending, at least somewhat contending this year alive compared to any other offer I've seen on the table for um, John Collins. So maybe that's the only offer I would look at if they get some picks with Grant. But other than that, I feel like there's no point in trading Collins right now. You got to keep him. The team's looking a lot better recently. You got to ride out the next 30 games and see what happens. And then if it ends up being really bad, you get you know beat in the play-in game or something. You don't even make the playoffs. Then, then of course, explore something in the offseason. You'll be able to trade Capella in the offseason too. I'm sure they'll look into moving him too. And maybe that makes Collins a little happier. You could start at the center or something like that and change things up that way too. That could also be an option. So I feel like I feel like not, they're not going to do anything right now, and it'll happen in the offseason if something does happen. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, they're kind of vibing. They're kind of vibing. Yeah. They got Cam Agreed. out of there. He's so stupid and slow. Getting him out of there just helped their whole offense, Chuck. <laughs> You're so right about Cam Reddish. Dude, remember when we had this, like, we had to redo the podcast, but you remember that whole conversation? Dude, everything I, I, everything I said is kind of, like, coming to light. Cam Reddish is 22. I'm just saying, bro. Growth, how many minutes did he play last night? Growth takes time. That's on Tibbs, though. That's on the Knicks and Tibbs, bro. You got to yeah. play him. Yeah, so he's going to – they're going to ship Burks or, like, Kemba, the corpse of Kemba out of there so he can play 20 minutes a night. Chuck, you'd be surprised what three, four months of an offseason of grinding can do for a young man. Oh, wow. Right. You're saying I'm running from the grind? What's up, bro? No, <laughs> I, this has nothing to do with you. This is all, everything to do with – I know what you're saying, man. I just don't see – Yeah, no. It we with don't Reddish whatsoever. Trade. I think they killed that trade, and that's crazy because everyone said they got killed. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He's a slow processor. But you can improve he's, in process. He's bad on defense. Like, bad. Like, I saw a thread on Twitter the other day. Like, no, I've seen it, too. I've seen it, too. It's tough. It's tough. I heard some rumblings um, that Tibbs, Tibbs didn't even sign off on the trade and, like, he's not on board with the whole Camrage thing. That, that just would make it even worse for me if I was, like, a Knicks fan looking at the trade and, like, didn't they, they gave up a first, right? They gave up a first. You need – the front office and the team need to be connected. Connected, yeah. It's like, like that movie Moneyball, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Nico Harrison and Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd. Connected, yeah. Like Steve, like, it Curry. just feels like they got him for the sake of getting him. Oh, yo, we got a player. Yeah, no, it was like the 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 front office is like, hey, they're like me. They're like, hey, this guy's sick. Look at the tools. Look at the tools. And then <laughs> fucking t- tools, man. Just <laughs> sitting here like, this guy's a so processor. He sucks on defense. I'm not gonna play him, but below average shooter, not a good finisher, gets bumped off his spots. Oh, here we go. Scouter, Scouter Chuck. Yeah. Chuck really don't like. I Dude, know. This is bro. so overrated, man. I know. Like, How come many... you don't ever tell Remy this? Because <laughs> I like Remy. And I don't want Remy to, like, realize it and then trade him for some stud and he have an even better yeah. team. Yeah, facts. That's all you good, Remy. So, so you tell people that, that own players that suck that they're really good so they keep them. That's actually smart, bro. 40 <laughs> fucking plain chess, bro. Yeah, um, 40 IQ play, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I heard the Heat are eyeing Christian Wood. You guys hear that? Really? What did the Heat have to trade though? Like realistically, yeah. does anyone know? Yeah, I'm not right. sure about their assets, but I also saw that they're after like some vets, like Nick Batum or something like that. Maybe that's probably in their price range more. That'd be a good pickup. Yeah, Nick think, Batum would be nice. Uh, you guys think Yusuf and CJ stick around in in Portland this year? Mm-mm, I don't think so. I feel like CJ is. I feel like, I mean, they're going to have to get some value out of Nurk. So I want to see Nurk get traded because otherwise they're going to just lose him in the offseason for nothing. Get something for Nurk, get him off the books, you know, get something back from him. And then CJ, maybe or maybe he doesn't get traded, but I, I feel like it's going to be the right move. If they want to go all in on Anthony Simons, like you said, you wanted to when you traded Norm Powell, I feel like that's what you got to do is you got to trade CJ. But I mean, I guess they got to evaluate the offers and, and go from there. If, if the offers are not good, then obviously wait. But I just have Nurk, heard like a key about facts, facts. either you know yeah facts but this norm powell trade came out of nowhere too so i feel like maybe something yeah. develops out of nothing because i didn't hear anything about clippers wanting roco and norm powell that was pretty wild i'm surprised you don't think anyone was down to give a first for norm yeah that is wild to me <laughs> i don't know maybe they like keon more he's Eric? a little bit like overpriced like yeah, a little is. bit like not that much though that's what he would get like he's good norm, like, norm or norm or Karis, who helps you win more right now 
Norm. Probably Norm. Yeah, probably Norm. He can shoot better. Norman does. Norman does. Better finisher. Norman, yeah, Storm, and Norman. Karis got the first because Keon's good, uh, though. I feel like. I, I guess they technically got it first with Keon, too. I guess people are just, you know, they're looking at the pick versus not the player. Yeah, but it's always nice to pick your own little guy. To yeah, do. true, true. Pick your own flower, bro. Pick your own flower. <laughs> But maybe they're looking at it from the perspective of like, yo, Dame's going to be another year older. We don't want to like move back the timeline another year by drafting another rookie. So let's take a guy that's, you know, got a year under the belt and maybe Dude. comes in and contributes more next year. Maybe the, that's the thought process. The crazy thing about this, bro, like if they deal CJ and like, okay, great. And then they pay Anthony, it's like, great. CJ 2.0, only he's younger. Another small guard with Dame. Like they're really going to do this all over again. He's better I mean, defensively. He's better defensively than I CJ, mean, bro. Dude. It's back to the Washington Wizards thing. It's kind of insanity if you are think the about place, it, though. Yeah, it is. It's saying, hey, all right, let's go compete real hard for the sixth seed, which, again, small market, you got to make some money. Okay, I get it. But to me, Dame's going to get you an sh- shit. He's going to get you more than what Ben Simmons is going to get you. He's going to get you more than what Bradley Beal is going to get you. You let Anthony chip. If they get CJ Dame and Nurk, they get some real back. You could get a nasty little rebuild going, bro. It's I not like even... basketball dynasty, bro. You, you know, where like yeah, it takes thanks. a lot. Like you, you could have Vassell, Cole Anthony, all these guys, and still be like, all right, I'm a fit five seed. In real life, you know, like you, tr- you, tr- you can turn it around quicker. I feel real quick, yeah, thanks. But we'll see. We'll see. It doesn't sound like they want to deal Dame either. These smaller market teams just want to hold on to their stars because, you know, they've been loyal for so long. I feel like yeah. that just – maybe that's what's going on in their minds and stuff like that. It. But I totally to get it. From the logical perspective, they should trade them for sure. Yeah. It's hard. Emotion <sighs> becomes involved. Yeah, um, for sure. Jeremy Grant, where's he Where's he headed? I feel like everything's kind of cooled off on him. He sucks. <laughs> it depends on what you want from Grant. If you, if you want him to just, you know, come in and defend, I feel like he'll be okay. He'll be fine. He does not want to just come in and defend. He doesn't want to, yeah. <laughs> he's such a shitty rebounder. That's, That's actually really the opposite bugging me lately. <laughs> really? He's ra- he's really bad rebounder? He's a terrible rebounder. It's been really Damn. bothering me, like, keeping me up at night, but, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, rebounding is a cool thing. Like, AD, I love watching AD rebound because I love watching guys with great hands rebound. Because, you know, there's so many bigs that go up. Nerlens Noel. <laughs> yeah, Nerlens is a perfect example. Oh, he just go spikes up, that bitch. Right next to the ball and just can't grab it. Just can't <laughs> grab it. It's always falling out of their hands. AD just boom. Snags it. Snags it. Snags it. has great hands. I'll give you that. So, but that's his best attribute, honestly, his hands. Hellacious rebounder. Sabonis. Amazing hands. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know where Jeremy Grant's going. Are the Lakers getting anyone? Yeah. Mike, Eric Gordon, probably. No, Bro, not. you said I didn't have a team before this Potter started, and that kind of hurts. I have a team. It's the Lakers. Like, what's up? <laughs> Dude, until you prove to me that the the pain, the source of the pain and happiness is more from the team instead of LeBron, you're not a Lakers fan. Well, LeBron's on the Lakers. Yes, exactly. So it's almost like a I'm contract. a fan of LeBron. It's like a contract for hire in real life, bro. You might it's like a two-for-one special. No, that's – what you and Bron are the yeah. two? <laughs> no, like the Lakers and Bron. But like, yeah, I could, yeah, me and Bron can be the two. You're on contract at the Lakers, but you're not a Lakers. <laughs> but but what THC in a 2031 pick? Like, people are down now. No, I but I, I would go after like a two way wing, like Stanley, that was actually like good and could play offense a little bit. Like, like imagine Norm on this team, bro. Ooh, that would have been nasty. Yeah, they didn't. They got beat out by. I think it's going to be Eric Gordon, though. I really do. I think it's. I was re- I was reading somewhere that the Rockets have multiple offers for first round picks. I, I so knew, I don't know. I they they could beat that. That that's just posturing, bro. They ain't got. Yeah, it multiple. could be. Maybe Dude, if, they, if they got one pick that could be like twenties or like teens, they would accept that. But they don't. I I think they're getting that, Chuck. I really do. At, at the end of the day, I think Eric gets maybe, them. but they don't have it on the table right now. Is what I was saying. It's coming. It's coming. I think it's coming. I think that's exactly what teams look for. You got playoff experience, check. Yeah. Sniper ability. Sniper. Sniper. Check. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're good. We'll give you first. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. That's all we yeah. need. I, I, I wonder who, though. And, and I wonder, 
because I, I wonder how much, uh, you know, how open it is, is just playing a factor in it. I feel like in the past, you know, when my doves squatted up, Steph, KD, Clay, Dre, they kind of knew. They kind of knew. And right now, you don't really know. Yeah, I got it's all open. Wait, 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 wait. Huh. What? When my dubs squatted up, they kind of knew. Can't wait. What, what yeah. Brought that so when on? my dubs squatted up, yeah. Steph, Dre, Clay, and KD squatted up, they kind of knew. The rest of the league kind of knew. They didn't want. They didn't want to make these moves. Are, are yeah, the Clippers right. gonna go grab Covington and Norm Powell if Steph, KD, and Dre and Clay are on the same team? I don't Maybe. know. I think they're gonna. Say, yeah. Yeah, we'll just hold. Didn't y'all almost lose to a team with Eric Gordon? Almost is the key word, yeah. Almost. Did they have James? But wait, wait, didn't, didn't someone say, "All right, fuck that"? Like, you know squat up with almost wins, like, and and that team, <laughs> with that team too, they, it was like their fourth shot at it in five years. Like, if any team was gonna beat them, it was them. That that was their goal every year was beat the Warriors. Like, you know, yeah, that was Daryl Morey just like that, yelling, that, "Yo, we're here for the Warriors." That that team fully embraced the all right, the Warriors. No one else was saying, "All right, let's give me the Warriors." You know, I don't even think they were saying, "Give me the Warriors," but they knew that was the reality of if they were going to get through the West. Someone oh. should have told Daryl that because he was yelling that to everybody. Yo, we want the Warriors. Hey, I I respect Daryl so much, so he always he always kept it real, and they were they were honestly, dude. Daryl wants Fox and Hallie. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was. Let's so go, wild. baby. <laughs> Daryl's a Dude, little. Daryl's a fuck. Can bro. you see it from his POV? Like, all right, you guys suck. Like Ben Simmons can get you the eight seed. Like, what are you? What are your? What and is Fox you know, doing for you? You put Ben on them instead of De'Aaron and Halley. They are not the eight seed, bro. Ben is nasty on D, bro. <laughs> they are not. The He's nasty. They are the eleven seed. Well, they're in the West, so probably. But Ben would have won way more regular season games. I almost, I'm at the point now, Chuck, where I talk about people in the present. You know, I actually am confused. I, I don't even remember how good Ben was anymore. Like, I, I really don't. Like, See, I, that's a personal issue, I think. Like, is, you can't use the past to predict the future. But, no, I think that's that's something you would say because you would say he was good in the past. Yeah, he I, was. And you – Okay, I don't know where that came from. End of the day, all I'm here to say is I don't know that I can say Ben Simmons as a one just makes you an auto eight seed. I don't know that I can say that. Maybe I'm tripping. I could be wrong. I just dude, how quick only see Ben in that great Philly ecosystem playing with shooters, playing with other good defenders, like Wow, building a team around him? That's Hmm? a novel idea. Like, how are you holding building a team around him against him? Like, I don't know. How am I I holding it against him? I just simply stated that I don't remember how good he is. Like, and I don't remember him being AC'd by himself good. Not many guys are AC'd by himself. That was probably like an overzealous statement. But I think in a weak conference, he can probably lead you to that. Like, if you have a couple above average role players. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think that's what makes it tough because, you know, if it's Harden, if it's B, not even B, if it's Harden, if it's Lillard, if it's AD, like you fucking know what you're getting. I don't fully know, but at the yeah, same I'm not time, putting him there. But he's like, also very young, so he could. He is young. Um, I don't know. We somehow ended back on Simmons. <laughs> Dude, I think I think everybody's just Simmons trade just hanging over everything. Like, where is he gonna go? It's just like I'm ready. For going it. back to that though, bro. I think Maury would accept whatever it was, like Thibault, a couple first, and Ben for like Harden when push came to shove. Like all that bullshit that they don't want to add. And it's probably like you know just saying it to say it to like get some leverage. But like I think I, he would. I think so too, especially with the relationship he has with James Harden. You know. You think he would ship Maxi with Simmons? I doubt it. <laughs> That's crossing the line, Dude. especially when you look at the way Harden's playing. Like, he had a great stretch. I know. It's like, tough. for two weeks. Outside of that two, three-week stretch, he's been high. He's been high. Yeah. Um, he's had a, he's having kind of a down year in terms of shooting and stuff. I feel like most people look at that and say, like, hell no, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I love Maxi the most, but, like. No, you don't, then. If you're considering Maxi with Simmons for Harden, with the way that you love both those dudes, you must love James Harden. I do love James Harden, too. I also think it's a curious <laughs> fit. Like, I'm sure they'd make it work, but it's a curious fit, Chuck. 
I think you just take the be- the best player overall, and it'll work. I honestly think so. Like, if Simmons and Embiid isn't it really a good fit. Okay, but it is in the sense where Simmons isn't going to go run a pick and roll at the top of the key and need the paint clear. Dude, it's crazy how bad Joe is in the pick and roll, though. Like They don't run the pick and roll. Because yeah. he's bad at it. Have you ever seen him be good in it? He's not. Okay, Steph's bad at posting up. Okay, Steph's not a big man, so he doesn't have to post up. <laughs> I'd be like saying Steph is bad okay, and like but, taking but it to the hoop. All I'm saying is Joel has his own ways of being effective. Who cares? If he I know, bro, it. but it's crazy how good he is, but how bad he is at the pick and roll. They don't run the pick and roll. They literally don't even run it. Why is that? Because they're more effective going to other ways and utilizing Joel. You don't want to say he's bad at You admit one fault <laughs> for the guy. He is bad in the pick and roll. The, the best pick and roll big man on that roster Guess who it is? Just take a guess. Wild guess. <laughs> Paul Reed. Drummond. Motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Andre Drummond. Bassey. There you go. Thank you, Sue. Bassie. Oh, Bassey's got really good garbage time picking rolls. I'm happy for you, bro. <laughs> Shut down Yoke one game. Just huh? I bet him and Jaden are like fucking They're James boys. Harden and Clint Kobe and Shaq in, in Delaware. <laughs> Yeah. No, Springer's been going off. I've been seeing Chuck like some tweets about his performances and stuff. I'm like, damn, Thursday game. I see. Dude, I don't know. If our fantasy league counted a, a G League, I'd win. Just you know. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, with your two players. Um, I think Freewood. But all right, we got a couple more. <laughs> Real quick. Do you guys have any guys that you want to want to talk about that we haven't touched on? I'm hearing some, I don't know, herder. Roder, Dennis, what? the menace. Oh, yeah, Herder yeah. and Dennis, yeah. I heard Chicago or Milwaukee. That's crazy know. for Chicago. Why, Chicago. why does Chicago want Dennis? Let A.O. go free. Let him be free. Caruso yeah, A.O. so nice. Lonzo comes back. You have Kobe there, too, who's another really bad processor, but he's still a guard. Um, he's just a bad point guard. He's not even a bad processor. Oh, he's a bucket, though. Yeah, he's a real bucket. He is a bucket. In I feel like the problem with Dennis, too, is – Yeah. There's a pattern. Dennis is not, like, is your traditional – Point guard, like playmaker, too. That's the problem he's with Dennis. Kind of he can like, do he it. Wants to get he's better at it than Kobe. Kobe's a young Dennis, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. But Dennis is better currently. Oh, I think the thing right. about the Bulls is that they don't have enough guard depth right now, and these guys are hurt. So, like, you don't know when they're coming back. Like, exactly. it could be a while. It does not make sense to trade for Dennis, in my eyes. If you give up nothing, it does. Yeah, if it's really cheap, then sure, I guess. Which you imagine on the Bucks though? That would be like, dude, that'd be nasty, bro. I know, like, that'd be like, that'd be like the Warriors. Like, who's gonna beat these guys? That oh yeah, <laughs> when the when the when the Bucks beat Dennis, <laughs> Dennis all the... over. <laughs> Dennis the menace, baby. Dennis the menace is not someone I'm worried about long term. But I will say he's been pretty decent in Boston this year. Um, Good off the bench. I don't know the the Pelicans. He's are... better off the bench. He is much better off the bench. The Pelicans are sneaky. Um, do you guys think they hold on to Brandon Ingram? I hope so, man. I, I don't. I don't really know what they're they're doing or what their game plan is for the future and things like that. But it seems like they want to be buyers at the deadline, um, and, and to pair to for the future, just so they can win now and so they can have some people around Zion for the future. But I hope they keep Bi, man. I feel like he's going to be one of the players that you can rely on. I'm in and night out, no matter what Zion's health status is. So I feel like. If I was running their team, I'm not trading B.I. Uh, no matter what I – what no matter who else I trade. Like, I know they're talking about Josh Hart on the block. Maybe Josh Hart gets traded. I'm cool with that. Trade Josh Hart if you can get somebody for him or some some kind of draft compensation. But I'm keeping B.I. for sure. I think B.I. is super set on. I love him. I love his game. love everything about him. I think he needs to get out. Yeah, me too. But just He's a bucket crap. and – He kind of improved out of nowhere, bro. Like, it was very impressive. Yeah, dude, but the Pels actually got a really nice haul there. Gave away Lonzo. Yeah. For <laughs> Devontae Graham. Should have kept Lonzo for sure. If they trade Fox for BAI, who wins the trade? In your opinion and Sue's opinion. I think it's a win-win for both. I think yeah. the Kings get off their guard. That's so tough. It's like who you like more, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like – the Pelicans are one of the few teams where you don't have a point guard that, like, you know, all right, 
long-term this is our guy. Like, even the bad teams, you know, the Magic have Cole Anthony, you know, Suggs. It, like, Kelly. bad teams even have guys who maybe aren't there yet, but could be. The Pelicans are literally – oh, I forgot about Kira, bro. My bad. Maybe maybe they consider Kira that guy. I, I'm not because Graham's honestly not that good, dude. He hasn't but, but, been that yeah, good. Yeah, Graham year. isn't the guy. So there's yeah, a Graham there's is a not spot the guy. there. And for the Kings, you don't have. I mean, I know you have Harrison Barnes, but really outside of guards, you can add anyone. Um, so I think it makes sense, but it's hard. You know, like y'all think the Pelicans should get CJ? I've heard CJ is a destination. I've heard that too, but it, it feels Pelicans is a destination for CJ. It feels wizardsy to me, where it's just like, all yeah. right, all right, we'll we'll sell like. 10 more tickets now. Dude, mm-hmm. I don't know, though, because you got Zion, who could probably be a top 20 to 30 player, maybe, hopefully. He gets yeah, right. it, he gets it, his crap back price. together. But a prime Zion, prime BI, and a, you know, prime CJ, that could be interesting, but it's not. Could be, yeah. Depends on what they have to give up, but I'd honestly, it'd be okay. Are you giving like, a heart in a deal for him? Hey, if they could give, like, Josh Hart. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I, I, I think I would, too. Personally, I would, too. But, I mean, I feel it's like, like hard first, too kind of redundant on the roster in terms of what first I'd say. I don't, I don't know the exact offer, but I just heard CJ's destination. Uh, Pelicans yeah, destination. I, I saw that too on the website. On the website. It'd be interesting for sure to see what they were offering and things like that. If it's just hard in the first, yeah, do that for sure. I would do it. Yeah, I, I struggle to really – Chuck, you like Hart. I, I struggle. I don't really know what to think of I think he, he's definitely grown this year, bro. He's been a better playmaker. I think he's been a better shooter, and he plays good defense, so I do like him. I feel like he's just an above-average role player, though, in terms of, like, what yeah, he's, I mean, he's not be, a star, you know? but, like, he's yeah. an above-average starter, which has a lot of value and is one of his higher-end outcomes coming out of the draft. So I think that's – Oh, he's definitely – he, he, like, keeps improving, bro. Like, he's been a better playmaker, as I kind of mentioned, but, yeah. I do like it. He's a good rebounder. I, I like Hart. I have no issues with Hart. I just feel like I wouldn't want to give him up for somebody CJ. you can move on the roster. I agree. But like Kyra and like a first or two or any other young piece, probably not her. Maybe Trey Murphy or another young piece or two. Yeah, Trey Murphy CJ. would make sense. Yeah. I think I would do that. I mean, praise Zion, like trying to hoop. And then I there's rumors that Zion wants to leave, maybe. Hopefully this dispels that and helps them out. Yeah. Win-win. I think we got a deal for the post. Call it in. <laughs> Call I it do. in. I think that makes a lot of sense. I just uh, – I don't know where the where the Josh Hart value is, honestly. I could see him being like, no, he's like a young, good piece. And also, again, some people saying, yeah, he's just a role player. But I think he is what he is at this point with minimal improvement coming, probably. Yeah, I'm with you. Fair enough. I think that makes a lot of sense. Any other guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we can think of it. I like going from team to team. I feel like. All right. What what other team is there though? That's what I'm saying. The like, Hornets? Bro, I was gonna say, like, I don't know what Nurkic like Nurkic uh his value is really. Like it's so tough for me. Like I really like him as a player. But like, do you like would the Hornets give up book night? I mean, they just got in a fight with Borrego, but I heard about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you that was wild. <laughs> even look back to like uh, AG last year. AG went for RJ, a first, and yeah, I mean, I don't Gary, Gary like Harris, Nights, you know. So. so, like, I could see a similar like Book Nights that RJ piece, Book Night, mm-hmm. a first, and Cap Filler for Nurk. I don't know. I, it's hard again. Yeah. I think some people would look at Nurk and be like, yeah, I, I'll, I'm down for him as my center. And some people would be like, ah, I'm good. Um, but Charlotte just can't – like, they're, they're one of the few teams where, like, if they actually – they stand to benefit a ton from a trade, where if they if they nail a trade, it can actually super help them this year. There's not many teams. Yeah. Oh, P.J. Washington, bro. Yeah, yeah they got to they trade P.J. Apparently, they're all in on trading P.J. I think it's just mm-hmm. whatever the best value is for a big – in a PJ deal, they're gonna go do. Uh, yeah, like, Miles, Nurk, C. Wood. Honestly, I could see like the Rockets taking because PJ can play the four. He is a yeah, four. PJ. P- well, let's Shangun yeah, play I mean, five. He's a five in Charlotte though. Yeah, he's a five in Charlotte, and it's yes. just it's not working out anymore. So yeah, I think PJ would be. 
I'm interested in him if I'm a rebuilding team. I think that makes a lot. If they want to add a first to PJ per wood, I'm 100% taking that. Taking that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like PJ would be a nice fit with like Shang Blatt, Shingu play the five. Yeah, space it out in yeah. the corner. Mm-hmm. What, what's even the book on PJ, bro? I don't really see like, not I know sure. He's kind of regressed a little bit. Anyone I just got, think they're not having been playing him. You, I joke, you guys joke, but I really do think like these are kids and just. No, bro. Like, like what's his game? Like, I really don't know. Like, year. like he was good last year. He's just a, he's a space the floor for. He's like a worse, smaller John Collins, less explosive, but better. Shooter. Yeah, he shoots like forty percent from three. Better like he's really yeah. solid. Yeah, he's really he can solid. Absolutely drill threes, and if you close out, he can get downhill. But he's just a little small, but yeah. like, undersized. I like him. I like him for sure. Um, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where the Hornets. They haven't been helping his trade value by like not playing him at all this year. But yeah, Borrego's kind of. If weird. I'm a team, yeah. If I'm a team that can get him on the low, I would take him. Borrego, like, benches LaMelo consistently. Yeah, Borrego is crazy. <laughs> he's um, wild is what I mean. Not, he's not like he's personally crazy. He's just a wild coach. Gets a little wacky with it. Yeah, he gets so wacky with it. Yeah. All right, you guys got anyone else? <laughs> he's a little maldy. <laughs> I think we're trying to think of somebody. just about covered it. We could stay on after, but uh, yeah. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. I appreciate you two for joining me. Um, I think our biggest takeaways, Ben Simmons is not going to get moved. Sabonis is not going to – no one's getting moved, apparently. No one's getting moved. I think Sabonis <laughs> might, bro, to Washington. I, I hope so. it ha- I hope something If it happen. does, it's to Washington, yeah. I don't think the – I don't think the Hawks are going to do anything with Collins. I don't think the Kings are going to do anything with Fox. Um, and for whatever reason, the Wizards and Blazers just uh, – Holding Pat with their just guys. Holding, just holding. Just yeah. holding okay with six-seed uh, vibes, but – Best of luck to them. I get it. Small market. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week uh, just reacting to the deadline. I think Sarge is coming on and someone else. We'll figure it out. But thank you guys. some orange juice. Yeah, we'll talk about some OJ. All that good stuff. All right. Thank you. Uh,